0: Dark Side of World 2022 Cuban Pesos Qatar Hello everyone today in this article we'll discuss about the dark side of FIFA World Cup 2022. Most of the information we have collect from various YouTube sources. We cordially special thanks to Mr. Nitesh YouTuber. In the sting operation that Sunday Times did, they sent all the videos to FIFA after that. Highlights FIFA banned these two for a lifetime. They made a U-turn two days before the World Cup, and said they cannot drink beer during the match. Qatar doesn't even have its own security. The security force that has been provided is bought on rent from Pakistan. The emails through which they were buying voters the Sunday Times made these emails public. Qatar didn't even promote their football. Then what's the reason that Qatar is so desperate to host this World Cup? FIFA doesn't give a penny but the revenue generated from the World Cup goes to FIFA the host team, whether its week gets to play in the World Cup. The system of kafala was going on for a long time but the truth behind this came to light now due to working at the temperature of 45 to 48 degrees 6500 workers have lost their lives during this world cup all the football world cups held in this world of Qatar one has started to become a controversial one the former president of fifa people are furious and throwing notes at him boycott qatar world cup is trending everywhere the executives of fifa are being fired back to back some cases have already started some are being investigated investigating teams from around the world are revealing secret documents the person because of whom Qatar got hosting is banned for a lifetime. Players are clicking pictures like this on the ground. They are showing their anger by wearing a black t-shirts. You may also have some questions that a country that has oil and gas mines has deserts. What game did that country play that it beat Australia, Japan, US and won the hosting of the football world cup? Everyone's blaming this thing according to them but let's see the actual reason behind all this. If any country wants to host the FIFA World Cup for that, at a particular time, FIFA announces that the countries which are interested in hosting FIFA can apply. Generally, the whole process starts before 7-10 to years, so that they get time for the preparations. The state in which FIFA makes an announcement the countries have time for a month to apply for that. After that, FIFA reviews all of them, checks availability, selects countries among them. After that, voting is done and the country which gets more votes wins now the question is who does the voting? See, the voting is done by the FIFA Congress members. Earlier, there were 24 members during the last voting in 2010. And at this particular time, there are 211 members. Every member has the right to cast one vote. Sometimes, it also happens that there are two voting at once like in 2010 the voting was done twice. Who will host the World Cup of 2018 and 2022? And all this controversy started with the voting of 2010. At the same time, Russia won the hosting for 2010, and Qatar won the hosting for 2022. There were issues in both the voting. In the case of Russia, ex-MI6 officers came and they made many charges against Russia. I'll discuss this matter at the end. For now, let's talk about Qatar. The voting that's done. The FIFA executive see three things for the voting. One compliance, the country that they're going to vote is eligible or not. 2. Human rights and financial if that country has money to handle the big event. 3. They see the technical aspect even though the country has money but they will be able to do it or not like whether or not they have a stadium, infrastructure, people accessibility, weather condition all these things are checked by doing different rounds. The process that I told was followed in 2010 as well and after following this process, Australia, US, Japan, South Korea and Qatar reached the final. Everybody was thinking that Australia or US would win but when the four rounds got completed then everyone was shocked. A country that is smaller than the state of Connecticut where there's only desert, their team hasn't seen the face of a World Cup, they don't even have football grounds. In fact, They have a disadvantage because the temperature there is 45 to 48 degrees and this country won by beating the US which is the sporting powerhouse of the world but the ego of US is very big it got hurt that they lost to a small country that's why you'll see the whole media of the US is determined to this World Cup now you'll say Europe and Australia are also behind this World Cup let's discuss that also. The higher authority of FIFA in the voting of 2010 had said this multiple times that giving hosting of the World Cup to Qatar is a risky game. Although they'll manage the ground but normal teams will not be able to play in this high temperature. If a footballer runs at this temperature for 90 minutes then his health will be at risk. And if this happens to many players then the whole World Cup will be at risk. Qatar was saying that they will make AC grounds but at that particular time, ACs were also not that effective on big grounds and the timings for the FIFA World Cup cannot be changed. FIFA World Cup is always held in June or July. It is because the other leagues like the English leagues doesn't clash time with this because there's a huge loss in this. But what FIFA did for Qatar, they've not done before. FIFA shifted the World Cup and set it to November to December. The problem with this is that there are many football leagues in Europe in November and December there are different leagues all over the world and why would anyone see these leagues instead of the World Cup? When there aren't players and fans in any league then the league becomes irrelevant in this case the advertisers and broadcasters face a huge loss. And this World Cup that's going to be held in Qatar the leagues from all over the world are facing loss in billions even Europe and Australia. Football Federation of Australia also said that during the bidding of 2010 this World Cup will be held in summers we spent 43 million dollars in the whole process. When you are not conducting the World Cup in the summer then give us our money back you conducted bidding saying June or July but you are conducting it in November and December in fact. The Fox Sports which is going to telecast the World Cup was about to file a lawsuit against FIFA because they were facing loss from the shifting to November and December because at that particular time, other leagues are also held, the brand that comes their money gets distributed, so they don't earn what they are supposed to but to make Fox happy, FIFA without any bidding process and discussing any other broadcasters gave the media rights of 2026 to Fox and that too at a very low price and Fox shut their mouth. The extra mile, FIFA was going to for Qatar was hard to digest for people, why the World Cup has been given to Qatar. See, Qatar has bribed, and FIFA is sold out all this is very easy to say. But what is the reason behind all this and what are the places where FIFA got exposed? The voting of FIFA to be held in 2010 the people who have to vote was banned before voting. Because they sold their votes in exchange for money. This was the first incident things didn't stop here the Sunday Times, a Britain newspaper did a sting operation on FIFA executives who made Qatar win in 2010 after their voting Amos of Nigeria demanded 8 lakh dollars give me this much money I'll give a vote to whoever you want in the second sting operation, Ranul from Tahiti said if you'll give 2.3 million dollar then I'll give the vote to anyone you want they sent all the videos to FIFA of the sting operation after that, FIFA banned both these teams for a lifetime. The people who caught if you'll see their interview, they were saying that we believe in fair practices and there shouldn't be politics in football. They were saying all these things the people you are seeing on the screen, they are also suspended for bribery all the people were getting there who were going to vote in FIFA and all this was happening so fast that even FIFA was shocked. The former president of FIFA, Blatter, people threw note at him he was the president at the time when Qatar got hosting. He said it was a mistake to organize World Cup in Qatar. This country is very small to handle the World Cup, and this was the wrong choice. But there was political pressure behind all this, and in that, the France president, Nicolas, also had a very important role. And the 2022 World Cup should have been going to the US and not Qatar. So think that the organizer of the whole event has said this on record the voting wasn't fair in FIFA. Football is the most popular game in the world, but in India, it's cricket. Whether you watch football or cricket, all the fans speculate who will win. People give opinions after seeing many things like which players are playing, analytics, weather, how the will be field, what is the history instead of all this. You may have heard of Mohammed bin Hamam. he is considered to be the organizer of this Qatar Ga hosting due to him he's from Qatar only and was a member of the parliament and at that particular time, he was also a member of the FIFA and he also had voting rights. He is also the president of the Football Asia Co Federation. The Sunday Times caught him also. The emails through which these people were buying voters were made public by Sunday Times. These are the emails, you can pause and read. They were banned for a lifetime after reading these emails. The former Attorney General of the U.S., Michael J. Gracia, he investigated the whole matter. You may have heard about the Gracia report in the news. It is clearly stated in this that the FIFA executives has embezzled money during the 2010 bidding process. There were many transactions, votes were cast without will. All this is written in the report this is the original report. I'll give you the link in the description box. You can read it. You may have one question after all this has happened and getting so much evidence, why Qatar is still hosting the World Cup. See all these cases came to light later when the construction was done in Qatar and some cases are still going on and even if FIFA wants it then also it cannot shift the World Cup from Qatar to some other place at the last moment. Many preparations are needed. The cases of the people who got caught are still going on and they are trying to prove themselves innocent. There was one more thing they don't have a direct connection with Qatar, there were middlemen involved in all the cases. It's not like this is happening for the first time in FIFA. FIFA's name came up for taking bribes earlier, too, during the World Cup held in Russia in 2018. The officers of secret agency MI6 revealed that there were regular votes. Putin met the FIFA executives many times before voting. The Qatar case was different because all the countries like the US and Australia were behind, and there are rumors that Europe and the US were backing the Sunday Times. And the overall organization of FIFA, it's not easy to track this organization. The legal status of FIFA is very complicated. Neither FIFA is a business nor a government organization or an NGO. It has registered itself in Zurich, Switzerland because the rules there suit them. Now you will say, if this is so, then how the FIFA executives are getting caught? the crimes that they got caught doing on us soil and that came to light the status of fifa is very big all over the world the countries have to agree on what fifa wants the country which hosts the fifa world cup bears all the expenses fifa doesn't give a penny but all the revenue generated from the world cup is kept by fifa the amount that comes from tickets broadcasters sponsor licensing marketing all this money is kept by fifa the country which organizes the world cup doesn't take a penny of tax from fifa Wherever the venue of the World Cup is, the area is made tax free zone where FIFA and its partner don't have to give taxes on local income and sales. You may have heard that the FIFA World Cup is held in whichever country, tourism and economy of that region get better, but a huge amount of expenditure is involved, tourism gets boosted, but after a point, tourism also shows saturation when the World Cup ends. In 1998, the France tourism declined by 13% compared to previous records because people consider that at that particular time, the prices of hotel increases, more traffic, there are security issues. Jobs and infrastructure increase but it's not necessary that it will suit every country. In some countries, they don't have basic transport, buses aren't available but due to the World Cup, they have to construct an airport they have to repair it. So all the money is spent there. Garenja Stadium, Brazil spent crores and constructed this but today buses are parked here. In 2010, South Africa spent $3.5 billion but what Qatar did hasn't happened in the history of the World Cup. Qatar spent $220 billion and this is the official figure. The money spent on other expenses is separate. Qatar is a very small area-wise and if we talk about population, then it's 29 lakhs, Qatar doesn't need this big infrastructure. On average, 15 lakh people come to watch the World Cup. We can say Qatar's half population has come to watch the match. And the culture of this population is very different from Qatar. It is a very difficult task for Qatar. Qatar doesn't even have its own security. Security is provided to players and force is bought from Pakistan for $2 billion. The football team of Qatar hasn't played World Cup. In fact, It lost badly in the matches held for the football qualification the rule says that Qatar should not play with the other teams but in this World Cup you may have seen Qatar's team playing because the host team irrespective of it being weak gets to play in the World Cup. This is the rule of FIFA and this is the reason why Qatar is the first team to get disqualified in the World Cup. Qatar has so many challenges. It has spent over 220 billion dollars after that too, experts say that Qatar will face a loss in this World Cup. And Qatar also knows this thing that this much is not spent in the history of FIFA and they will face loss in this. It's not like Qatar wants to move forward in football. Qatar didn't even promote football in the country then what's the reason that Qatar is so desperate to host the World Cup. To understand this, let me tell you a little bit of background Qatar wasn't so rich, it just has some oil reserves but in 1971. When the world's largest gas field was discovered, then Qatar became a very rich country and its rivalry with neighbors like Saudi Arabia, UAE, etc. began. The relations between Saudi Arabia and UAE got worse, so Saudi Arabia banned the export of basic needs products like dairy products, etc. The condition was bad to an extent that Qatar has to take help from other countries. Turkey airlifted thousands of cows to Qatar. UAE has declared 15 years of jail if the citizens of the UAE sympathize with Qatar. This was the time when Qatar was realizing that they've to make relations with other countries also and they cannot depend on oils only many countries in the Middle East believe that as technology will improve it will overtake oil. In fact in 1980, the demand for oil fell suddenly and there was a crisis in the Middle East. In fact in COVID also, the demand for oil fell that's why you'll notice Gulf countries are working on their multiple revenue models. But Dubai is moving at a fast pace. And the tourism model of Dubai is spreading across the world successfully. Qatar also tried to replicate the same model and if you want to get connected with the world and you want exposure then sports is the first option. If we talk about the football world cup then 32 countries play football and people from 150 countries watch it. There's very much exposure. You'll see Dubai organizes national and international sports for other countries. It organized the world cup of the world's most expensive horse race, organized golf World Cup championship, hosted IPL during COVID. Dubai is ready to host everything. Qatar watches all these things very closely. The infrastructure that Qatar is building for World Cup, it will use these grounds to host different events in the future. Even though it's facing loss in this World Cup but by standing parallel to Dubai Qatar will organize multiple events and this revenue model will remain with Qatar for a lifetime. Tourism is a very big revenue system for countries the economy of many European countries depends on this Qatar also wants to do the same thing in the Gulf region. The rivalry between Qatar and UAE is converted into economic competition day by day Qatar is hosting the World Cup and Dubai is hosting the FIFA Fan Festival Gulf countries try that the FIFA World Cup should be they have advertisements in Dubai and Qatar for sure. Among multiple Gulf countries but Qatar tried its best and didn't let this happen. Gulf countries want to use these sporting events as a soft power to improve their economic activities all over the world. You'll notice the global sports events. What benefit will Qatar and Dubai get for advertising in the English Premier League? From t-shirts to boundary lines, you'll see Visit Dubai, Come to Qatar is written everywhere. They are becoming owners of the team back-to-back, buying big players. They believe more in the revenue system of sports rather than sports. From these multiple global sports events, The gap between these two countries is decreasing very fast, and there are investments in line. Earlier, what Dubai was doing alone, now it has one more competition whose name is Qatar. Whether it's Dubai or Qatar both are targeting high visibility sports events. They are leaving small events behind. From the World Cup to the World Expo everything is coming to the Gulf country. See they are doing all these things but they have a shortage of workers. First, the population is very less and second, the existing population is very rich. They are not the ones to work under the temperature of 45 degrees. That's why they've made a kafala system through this, they bring laborers from India, Nepal, Bangladesh, Pakistan but they are criticized for this all over the world. Because only that labor can come whose expenses can be borne by Gulf countries. The company through which they'll enter Gulf countries, they have to take permission for everything from that company. Neither they can leave the country nor they can leave the country. They can't renew their visas, their passports are also taken so that they'll not flee. They make them work more than the capacity and doesn't even provide insurance. The kafala system is going on for a long time but it came to light now in the World Cup 2022. Because in this World Cup, a very big infrastructure had to be built and very fast and Qatar made its commitment. The task was big so there was more exploitation. Due to working in the heat of 45 to 48 degrees 6,500 workers lost their lives in this World Cup multiple reports came and then we got to know that young people are dying from cardiac arrest and breathing problems due to heat. Due to this boycott, Qatar got on trend with the official data that Qatar showed 37 deaths. But when the data was matched with the embassies of Nepal, India, Bangladesh when the data was matched with the people who went to Qatar then the deaths of these many people came to light the Indian workers have died more. These people live in these conditions. All these things were discussed, and some changes were brought in the kafala system. They talked about the minimum wages but all the changes that are made when the construction work was finished. The most surprising thing is that Indians didn't have any problem with this. But outsiders raised their voices for Indian workers. Homosexuality is illegal in Qatar and there's a jail sentence of three years on being caught Qatar officials believe that if the LGBTQ community wants to come then they are welcome but they've to respect our culture. And when they are in Qatar, they've to follow the rules. LGBTQ community football fans from all over the world aren't comfortable going there because even if Qatar has allowed people still believe it is a mental illness they believe their life is in danger and they might get attacked and there are rules for clothes also. They shouldn't reveal shoulders and knee. This means shorts and cut sleeves aren't allowed. Even boys cannot be shirtless. Women also don't have basic freedom in Qatar. Women aren't allowed to go outside without any male present. And they also have restrictions on what they'll wear in public places. There are many restrictions on alcohol in Qatar. So the biggest challenge for FIFA is this because beer companies are sponsors in the World Cup and fans also watch the match while drinking beer. Qatar said that the fans who have tickets can buy beer before three hours and one hour after the match. But when the match came closer they turned on their word. They made a U-turn two days before the World Cup and said that nobody can have a beer during the match. Due to this, all the fans got angry because it was at the last moment and they were feeling cheated. Football fans got furious with the statement of FIFA president he gave a statement that people will not die if they will not drink beer. But when things got escalated, A beer zone was made in which beer will be served for some time, and the prices were very expensive. So that fewer people will go for a beer. Fans were angry that these people have broken the tradition of organizing the World Cup in Qatar. The tea or coffee that you drink, you eat, any pulses workers have worked hard and delivered these things to you. We are talking about the World Cup workers because these are more in numbers, but we should raise the same voice for every worker. Second thing when you are going to any country, then you've to follow their rules. If someone will come to India then they've to follow Indian rules. Organizers should think this through that for pressure and money how low can they get? If you live in Qatar, then you'll not know these details. Because there are many restrictions on media in Qatar. And if any website writes about all this then it gets banned. That's all for now, please do feedback, please do suggestion if anything you think.